Welcome to Women Unfiltered, a podcast empowering women to step into their authentic selves every damn day. I'm Lynn Calloway, an entrepreneur, wife, mother, and a woman in tech. And I'm Brie Griebel, a rescue mom, health and wellness enthusiast, musician, and also a woman in tech. Join us on this journey as we navigate our friendship, identity, and differences and challenge you to do the same. Welcome back to another episode of Women Unfiltered. Lynn, we I know we've got some updates in our, our lives for sure that have happened over the last few weeks. I hope y'all enjoyed the health episode with Dr. Calloway. That was something that Lynn and I were super excited to launch. And Dr. Calloway, we were so appreciative to have her on the pod we want to continue talking about women's health because it's it's super important. There's so many different aspects of it. So would love to, in the future, get some more guests on, on the show. If y'all have any recommendations for us for what you want to talk about, uh, definitely reach out to us via email or on Instagram. We're super, super open to different ideas and diving into other topics a bit deeper. I just wanted to kind of start off here and give a few updates. I guess, Lynn, Lynn how was your week? Pulse check with you. How are you doing? Busy, busy. What a week. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, it was crazy. Just a lot of stuff with O&O, a lot of things coming down on the pipeline. So just working hard at that and doing yeah. my thing, you know, just yeah. staying on it. You know, that's all you can do is just get up each day and, and make it count. So Yeah. Well, and your son's birthday is coming up, so I'm sure you're... It is. It is. I'm like... I'm full, like, <laughs> you know how they talk about Rizilla? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm that version for my kid's party. Oh my and gosh. mind you, no one's coming to the party. So <laughs> <laughs> are you doing a virtual? Yeah, like, what are you doing for a pandemic birthday celebration? And how old is he turning? He's turning three. Literally, oh like, gosh. the same thing that we, we did last year. Because, what, like, it, it, I think it marked it, a, yeah, it marked a year when the pandemic hit, what, yesterday, I believe. Yep. So a week before his birthday last year was when everything happened. And, like, we didn't know what was go- what was going on. Like, they were just like, oh, COVID is killing a bunch of people. <laughs> Don't leave your house. So, right. And I, we had, like, this whole shebang planned for him. We were going to do a big mm. party at the Thinkery and full thing cake ice cream all that stuff and then we had to pull back so um, i know that's been hard for a lot of parents but some parents haven't let it stop them some parents are having like full flesh out parties and more power more power to you you know but for us and my family we have been following the guidelines and we're not playing when it comes to like right social distancing and like not mixing households and things like that at least until we can get more of an idea of where this thing is headed. It looks like, you know, folks are getting vaccinated and things are looking good for us, but we're not completely out of the woods and that's not coming from me. That's coming from the experts. So we, we're just right. things to learn. And so, yeah, so to answer your question in a nutshell, we're going to do like a virtual thing with my folks. But as far as like in person, yeah, like I've ordered balloons. He's he's like obsessed with Coco. I don't, I don't know if you've ever heard of the, the cartoon. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, he's obsessed with Coco. Like, Aww. he has a guitar. He knows like all the lines in the movies. Oh, literally, he thinks that he's Miguel. He literally thinks that he's Miguel. I love it. <laughs> so it's gonna be Coco theme, and yeah, I, I've already ordered the cake. 
and everything. So yeah, that's going to be next week. So yeah. March 17th, right? St. Patrick's Day. He's a St. Patty's baby. Oh my gosh. He's going to love that when he gets older. (laughs) Please, no. (laughs) I I thought about that. I'm like, wow. I would be the kid to have, I would be the person to have a kid on St. Patrick's Day. Right? Like, imagine imagine being in college. Oh yeah. Because all colleges celebrate. Like, look, you're in college. You're you're looking for a reason to drink anyway. And then when St. Patrick's comes around it's like this is specifically for this reason yeah yeah exactly so yeah well, I've, I've kind of my husband and i've chuckled about that like oh, i wonder what that's gonna look like when he's <laughs> that age but i don't know he might end up like my husband my husband doesn't drink at all yeah i rarely matt and i rarely do i might occasionally get some wine but honestly it really with having endometriosis it is an inflammatory potentially autoimmune condition And a lot of things trigger inflammation and alcohol I found is one of those that just can really mess up my stomach, my digestion, and it can be like for the full day after. So even if I don't have much to drink, it just, I've noticed even like the less I drink too, the more sensitive I am to it. So I'm just, eh. might have a couple drinks here and there depending on the occasion, but otherwise I just don't which i'm fine with i should drink more water honestly daily is yeah. what i need to do <laughs> i'm also one of those people that flare up with alcohol so I, you know i might have a, a, a glass of wine here and there but yeah especially when it comes to like red wines because of mm. the sulfates and stuff it really uh, yeah causes kind of an inflammation like a, a allergic reaction so i typically go for like white wines when I do yeah. drink. And then I do a lot of organic wines as well because they typically are very cognizant of the ingredients and stuff that they that they use. Um, yeah. And then as of late, I've been on this, I think they call it new forks or something like that. It's a whole new industry. That's, I won't say that it's new. I feel like it's kind of been around for a while, but like it's, it's becoming the thing where it's non-alcoholic beverages. Oh, yeah. Yes, it makes you feel like it relaxes you with botanicals. Okay. Yeah, and it, it's not like a drunk feel, right? right? It's it's just a relaxing, nice, like, mellow sort of vibe that you get with them. So I've been doing those because they're obviously way more healthier than drinking booze. But yeah, yeah, you know, you just got to find out what works for you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So some people it may not affect them at yeah. all, and that's all good. Yep. And for me, obviously, some big changes recently. My contract ended with the tech company that we both work at. The most that you can contract with the company straight is two years. And so my two-year mark was last week, Thursday was my final day. And I miss the team already. I miss my routine, obviously, but super excited for what's to come. Been in some interview rounds with really great companies. So fingers crossed something pans out there. But if not, it's okay. I know I've been doing a ton of just soul searching, figuring out what I really want to do. And obviously, I want to focus more on the podcast and continue growing this amazing community. And so hopefully good things happen there. It's a nice outlet for me to have at least in the the meantime and and keep myself busy. Just have to kind of figure out a new routine right now since there's no real structure to my day. So that's something I kind of wanted to give myself like a week, a week to just decompress. Yeah. Decompress and chill for a little bit. And you should do a road trip. 
I was thinking, like Matt and I were thinking about this. We might go to Nashville at the end of the month. Oh, cool. Hopefully I would land a job by then, but, <laughs> but um, we'll see what happens. But otherwise, I've got some friends in Nashville. Or you um, could like sell all your shit and then like invest that into a van and then just kind of like. I'm not doing that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I admire the people that do do that. But when you have five animals, that is not something that is super feasible do you do you watch that tiny home show like makeover yeah, show i've seen um i've seen some really big ones where they oh, have really? have multiple kids and pets and stuff oh my gosh yeah it's really all about how you utilize the space yeah you know more than anything so i don't know you might want to check it out oh i i i don't know <laughs> i've i've watched it and i admire people that do that but I don't, at least not now. Not, I'm not going to say not ever, but not now, I don't think. I'm yeah. like comfortable, I guess. And so that's the only thing with considering that is just downsizing so much or yeah, being creative with how you think you need space versus how you actually need yeah, space. Yeah, it's, definitely, space a, it's and, definitely a big thing, you know, because mm-hmm. think about it, like you have a really big space and then especially when it's only two of you and then you are looking for ways to fill that space that with shit that you don't really need so oh yeah i've got three it's a my place isn't super big yeah it's about 1200 square feet yeah. but it's like three bedrooms two and a half bathrooms they're not very big bedrooms it's a row home i'm just thinking about how we don't use uh, now you're thinking about and now you're thinking about i'm like our third bedroom getting- like, i use this room that i'm in obviously for like an office but i don't need it you know, I could definitely find a quiet. Well, oh, I don't you know. Go. If you need, if you need a quiet, okay, you think about having. <laughs> I think I've sold you on it. No, 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 you're not. Okay, if it could, I would love to live on a lake. But I think right now I would need to win the lottery in order to live on a lake. I grew up on a lake. <laughs> lake life is the best. It, it truly is, especially as a kid growing up. You just always have something to do. You've got. The neighborhood kids that, you know, someone's always out on the lake boating or in the winter going ice skating and just or fishing, snowmobiling, all that stuff. So that was such a great experience growing up. And I would love, you know, if I have kids someday or love for them to have that opportunity. But I just for my pets, I feel like they would love a lake. And it just I I miss lakes. Lakes are nice to look at, but like, huh, I'm a little suspicious of lakes. They're kind of weird. Why? Do you not all? Do you not ever think about Jason when you see lakes? Wait, Jason? <laughs> yeah, like the like Jason, the horror movie. Yeah, what about lakes though? Yeah, like he always like he would appear out of lakes. <laughs> Does he? Like Camp Crystal Lake. I need to hang. Oh on. my god! Like... Don't tell me you've never heard of Camp Crystal Lake. I'm done. I didn't know that he appeared out of lakes though yes girl that's like the main scene where you see him like coming out of the lake oh yeah i see that now and now i'm never gonna forget this when i do enter a lake but um normally i'm not swimming in a lake at night i will absolutely refuse to do that so when i was younger my brother i have an older brother by like a year a little over a year 
And he would always push me in to the lake off of the pier and yell like shark or something. So I've been traumatized from that. And I always think that even if it's a lake, that there's going to be like a shark or an alligator in it. And so I never, when we would go skiing or wakeboarding, all that stuff, I refused to fall because I didn't want to be eaten by a shark. (laughs) I just, I was really good at staying up on skis or anything like that. That was my motivation behind not falling while learning that stuff. So yeah, but other than that, I don't really think of serial killers while I'm in lakes. (laughs) But then again, I make smart choices and I don't go swimming in them at night alone with potential Yeah, lakes are just creepy because like, (laughs) They don't move really. They're just like kind of stagnant. They're dark. I don't know. Just kind of weird as compared to the ocean, right? Yeah, where there are actually are sharks. (laughs) I don't know what our logic is here. I don't think any of it makes sense. But no, I love I love like life. I think it depends on where you live too. So it seems like lakes and Texas or the South are just, they're different than in the North. Yeah. I've heard that they're just like dirtier, muckier here. Yeah. Because yeah, like the lakes in the Midwest, well, they're, they're glacier lakes. They're really no. deep. Well, I mean, I grew up on just one, it was called Browns Lake in Burlington, Wisconsin. And it wasn't like clear water by any Well, not clear. Means, I mean, like but, just really deep. Well, yeah, I think it that depends on it depends on the lake too. I don't think it got super deep, a maximum depth of 44 feet there. But if you think about in like Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, Lake Geneva is a much bigger lake and that goes to 144 feet. Much bigger. I like kind of I kind of like the smaller lakes because of that reason I don't like I don't like super deep lakes but but yeah in Atlanta you said there was a big lake by you that has some horror yeah Lake Lanier Lake Lanier is a weird place (laughs) and anyone from that area would would agree with me it it is a lot of people have died there A a lot of people have drowned it's just a really weird place it also has like a kind of a crazy history too from my understanding i want to say it's man-made and that like they to create it they actually had to flood out an actual city or town oh yeah and i think i've even heard that they're like trees that are still underneath underneath the lake um yeah so like if you're into that whole folklore thing then you can get into spirits and all that stuff i've literally heard accounts of people saying that they almost drowned and it felt like someone was grabbing their their legs it says it's 160 feet deep so that would be much bigger than yeah (laughs) yeah lake lanier is 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 weird i mean like you look at it it looks pretty but there's a lot of dark history around it yeah it says the when you google lake Linear and it's L A N I E R. Yeah, one of yeah. the first things that comes up is why is Lake Linear so dangerous? Told you. And yeah, it says it's seven percent more popular than Georgia's second most popular lake, but twice as deadly. The water is murky. The lake floor drops 
precipitously. I probably said that word wrong. And the bottom is covered <laughs> with tree trunks, old structures, I and other sorted debris that can ensw- ensnare swimmers and knock boats off course. Wow. Told you. Told you. It's a weird place. Uh, yeah, it says it probably isn't haunted, but it's definitely unsafe. <laughs> but I feel that- like if if people are dying there then it's you haunted, probably should but... go <laughs> yeah. okay well. yeah actually i actually knew a guy that well i didn't go to school with him but like he was like a year ahead of me and he went to the high school across town you, you remember if, if if y'all heard some of our earlier episodes i talked about like how I went to this high school that was on the west side of town. And there was another high school on the east side of town. He went to that, the the high school, the one on the east side of town called Cedar Shoals. And uh, he was like a really, really good football player. He even went off to college, got a scholarship, had a family, just like a really nice guy. And he actually drowned in that lake, which was just heartbreaking. So yeah, I know people firsthand who've died there. It's, It's pretty sad. Jeez. Yeah. And that's another thing is just your normal boating safety. So many people, I think, take for granted and just think that like nothing's ever going to happen wear a life jacket it's so important if you get into an accident you get knocked out or thrown off the boat something happens you don't have a life jacket on not a good combination especially if there's drinking involved and i've heard of accidents here in austin you know on the lake be safe i know somebody that works in like parks and recs in colorado and almost every day you get like a drowning report from somebody because they just didn't take the proper safety precautions yeah i can't swim so i'm not yeah hanging out on any lake or any body of water is not even like my first choice (laughs) well if you do put a life jacket on (laughs) yeah i'm like "Mm, not not for me just avoiding it entirely completely yeah i i was i I was one of those kids that never learned how to swim. My mom actually knows how to swim, but yeah, I don't know. I was just never taught how to swim. I grew up swimming and was also like on the swim team in Burlington. And so it was just second nature. And I never really thought of it being something that you had to learn how to do just because I did it at such a young <laughs> age. Have you ever tried as an adult? No. I'm curious like what <laughs> Like happened. I don't want to be that person <laughs> in the pool trying to learn how to swim at 35. I mean, YOLO. And you're, hey, put it on your bucket list. And find somebody, yeah, maybe somebody with a pool. It's like you feel like where you can touch, you know, and you can doggy paddle and just learn. I don't know. Our bodies naturally are going to float. Yeah. And so don't resist that natural, what your body naturally wants to do. And you just kind of, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain something. It's just riding a bike. Mario (laughs) actually learned how to swim by a family member i believe he said just kind of threw him in a pool (laughs) like a 10 10 foot pool and he had to figure it out in order to live (laughs) which sounds god awful because he was he was such a young kid so yeah but yeah he knows how to he knows how to swim and kohan we put him in lessons when he was about eight months yeah so yeah he's he's good in water but yeah mama just never never learned all right when i Get that lake home. You're invited. Okay. All right. I'm going to hold you to it. I'm going to have a pool too. That's my goal is to have a a pool overlooking the lake. Your girl's got goals. Uh, She doesn't have the money yet, but she... (laughs) (laughs) I digress. All right. So yes, I... What were we even talking about? (laughs) 
<laughs> random things. My contract ended and searching for jobs, interviewing, all that stuff, waiting to hear back on a role that, you know, I'm super excited about. But again, yes, if it doesn't happen, like I've got some other things I'm going to keep myself busy with, try out some new stuff, just just keep keep myself busy as much as possible. And there are some really great podcasts out there that I've listened to and some great people that I follow on LinkedIn that give some awesome career advice. So I can link some of those in the show notes as well. One recently, it was just like, rejection is redirection. Don't take it personally, which is so hard to do because you put a lot of effort and time into it and you're just, well, why didn't I get it? You know, I, I thought it was going well. There was, it was just, it was a positive experience the entire time. Like I did everything I was supposed to do. I had a referral. I did all this stuff. Why didn't it happen? You may never find out. So if there's anything you can think of, obviously, I was not perfect during my my interviews. There are definitely things where I'm like, oh, I totally could have been a little bit more prepared for some of those answers. It was my first uh, round of interviews that I had done in two years, over two years since being at the tech company that I was with. And so I, was a little, I felt a little rusty. I definitely practiced ahead of time. I had answers that I had typed out ahead of time, just so it could come more naturally to me thinking about different scenarios that I would like to share, speak to, you know, with different questions that pop up. But yeah, I don't know. And just sometimes my, I have brain farts. I don't know what I was going to say. So I kind of mumbled a little bit on a couple of them. And and then I would follow up with my thank you email and just kind of reiterate or give some more context to some of those answers that I may have fumbled on and just was honest. And I was like, you know, this was my I did. One of the things I said in my thank you, I need to look this up. It's because I thought it was funny, but it's probably not as funny as I think it is. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) I tend to laugh a lot when I'm nervous. If the world handed out awards for nervous laughter, I would place in the top three. Insert awkward laughing gif. Oh my God, Brie. I I love you because you're just- Like this isn't my thank you. Because you're so yourself. You're like, you're going to be, you're going to be authentic like to the team. I am. If you don't like this, then it's probably not a good match. But anyways- It's just my way of initially coping with certain types of stressors, interviewing being one of them. It's something I'm mindful and mindful of and working on. That being said, still hope you enjoyed connecting as much as I did, blah, blah, blah. Hey, I'm not perfect and that's fine. I will fess up to that. I will continue learning and, and growing and because of this experience, but I just wanted to be honest with them. Um, this is this is me. This is what you yeah, get. Yeah, my whole self. Which they're <laughs> the company that I interviewed with. That was one thing that they really talked about. Was they empower people to show up as their their whole selves. Don't hold back. And so that kind That's of true. made that whole process. It was a different interview process than anything that I've really gone through in terms of connecting with folks and not and feeling comfortable that I could, you know, write a thank you like that and just be vulnerable, which is cool. And again. If it's not something that works out, it's a great learning experience. And I loved getting to meet meet the team. And, you know, just because it it's it might not be now doesn't mean not ever. And that's another mm-hmm, thing I would love mm-hmm. people to be mindful of. Try and improve on different things. Definitely practice. Practice with people. Connect with people that are also going through the interview rounds. Find different consulting companies. Wansulting is one of them that I've been keeping an eye on. They've got some great resources. So we'll definitely link them in the show notes. So that has been my life. It's, it's definitely a stressful journey, but I'm excited for what's to come. 
no matter what that outcome is. And I'm excited for just whatever is supposed to happen next. So exactly, exactly. You can't you can't write it all in one day, right? Right. It's, it's just it has to come naturally, exactly. and um, and that's all. You just have to show up and, and give it your all. And yeah. Everything else will fall into place and take care of itself. So I am so proud of you and looking forward to what's next for you as well. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It should be an adventure. Exactly. Well, thank you all for joining us for another episode of Women Unfiltered. Until next time, remember to be true to yourselves, your authentic selves every damn day. Thank you for tuning into the Women Unfiltered podcast. Follow us on Instagram at women.unfiltered and stay up to date with new episodes and show notes at womenunfiltered.wtf. Don't forget to like, subscribe, review, and share this podcast with a friend. As always, our views and opinions expressed are our own and solely for informational and entertainment purposes and do not express those of our employers.